Hey, you ready? Hey, grab that right there. <laughs> Are you ready? Hey. Is you ready? Ready? You say you ready? Oh. Whole squad ready? Ready? Is you ready? Huh? Are you ready? Ready? Is you ready? Whole squad hey. ready. And welcome back, guys, to another episode of On There with Dro on the second episode of the Zoom slash YouTube series. Today, I have George Richards, who covers the Florida Panthers from the Athletics. Say hello to everybody, George. What's up, everybody? What's going on? I just want to thank you again for coming on to the show. I appreciate it. I know, you know, we're, you know, you've been busy, obviously, with the season, but now that we're in quarantine, I just want to let you know how you've been doing with everything. Everything's been good. Just uh, hanging out at the house, uh, you know, taking a field trip a week to Publix, you know, that's been about <laughs> it. So uh, just trying to hang out at the house. Nothing exciting. That's for sure. That's good to hear. I mean, good thing, you know, you're doing everything. Uh, you're doing great. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we don't know what's it's all up to date, right? Day to day. So we got to take it. You know. We'll see. So obviously the, the, the first questions that I kind of want to get down to, obviously we, we, we don't have any hockey. So it feels weird that, you know, we've been through this drought, almost feels like a lockout season. So um, kind of want to take your perspective. There's been a thought, you know, that the NHL is looking to pursue a 2014 playoff uh, to finish out the season. Kind of your thoughts of what you think is going to be happening, you know, within the next few weeks or maybe months. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you just hear what, what's reported elsewhere and that 24-team playoff seems to be something that's gaining traction, I guess, through, you know, with the NHL and the NHLPA. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be tough. I mean, it's been a couple, two months now, right. um, going on three uh, since we played. March 12th was, was the day everything was shut down, so the last games were March 11th. Um, there are a lot of teams out there that haven't played and, and really they were running out the clock as it was. I mean, right. some of those teams at the bottom of the league, they've been looking toward the draft since, you know, Thanksgiving. So uh, to bring those teams back, I think is going to be a real challenge just to play some meaningless games that were, you know, just killing the season anyway. So, um, so I think that you only bring back a certain segment of the league. Uh, I'm sure that's, that's why they're looking at that is so right. you don't have all these wasted games and stuff. So we'll see how it goes. Um, and, you know, safety's paramount and, and that's something they have to work through and, and money, of course, but um, it sounds like we're going to have something. Right. And, and the, the, the interesting uh, thing about that is I think that the NHL is trying to do like a three week, a month kind of like training camp. Um, according to like, I think like the Keith Yando, I saw like a video on NHL network uh, where they were like kind of, you know, interviewing him and, and saying that that might be a possibility. And, and obviously, you know, they want to finish out the season. So, you know, three weeks to a month, he was, he was kind of not on board on that. He thinks it's kind of too long with that. So. Yeah. But you got to do something. I mean, this is, right. I mean, these guys haven't skated. Um, you know, at all. I mean, at least when you're going into a regular season, these guys, have, it may have been off, but they've right. had access to ice. You know, they've been able to go to the complex and, and work out for a month leading into training camp. And then, yeah, you only need two, three, you know, two weeks of a training camp. Remember, in a normal training camp, you're playing, you know, you, maybe you start on Thursday and you're playing an exhibition game on Saturday right. two days later. That's because guys have been skating already. They've been skating since July. I remember Roberto Luongo was always on the ice at the end of July and skated all through August. 
Right. You don't have that right now. So um, unless something changes in the next couple of days, you know, and guys are going to be able to get out there and start skating, they haven't been on the ice. So you're going to need something to get this thing going. Yeah, it's it's very weird and eerie. I mean, it, it just doesn't feel right, right, to, to just not have any sports on the table. So um, kind of what I wanted to go over was, you know, this, you know, about a month or two ago, you know, Vinny Viola Bobrovsky and some of the players donated, like, relief for the staff members that were not going to get paid. Um, I thought that was a very good, you know, part on the organization at, Obviously, you know, after the previous years, you know, of like Tom Rowe, Gerard Gallant, how they've been out of the organization type thing. Uh, what what are your thoughts of just like the organization and Vinny Viola, you know, what he's really done with this Florida Panther team, you know, since he's been the owner? Well, they're, I mean, they're trying to, to change things here. I mean, when they took over the, the organization in uh, 2013, I think it was, um, you know, this this place was – you know, it, it, it had been, you know, kind of run down and, 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 you know, they didn't have the best reputation around the league right. um, as a place to play. And they've tried to change the culture and they've tried to, to change the little things. You know, they, they, you know, they're, you know, they let teams stay an extra night when they're out of town and they're not flying across the country and, at all hours of the morning to save <laughs> some money. So um, there's little things. I mean, the guys appreciate that. This has been a, a, a team that's been, you know, right up, you know, higher, you know, toward the salary cap. They've invested money here and there, and, you know, they're, they're trying. I mean, they, they, they've invested in the front office. They've brought in a lot of people, and, um, you know, they're, they're trying to make this thing work here. Yeah, and, and, and I think, you know, it shows Bobrovsky's character as well. You know, obviously not having the best seasons of, you know, of what he's normally – you know, been through obviously like with Vezina trophies and et cetera, but just to give a little money, you know, for the staff and helping out, you know, it just shows like a good character, you know, that he is and, and, you know, everything is just, doesn't mean about like, you know, stats and everything, right? Like everyone is oh, yeah, yeah, human, yeah. of course. So I think that yeah, was, that a, has nothing to do with hockey. I mean, right. that's just people, you know, doing the right thing. I mean, because right. when this thing's, you know, when it first started, um, I guess it was March 11th, you heard Mark Cuban come out and say, right. you know, we're going to help. You know, everybody's talking about the games being canceled. Mark Cuban's like, but we've got people who work at this arena who are really going to be hurting. And uh, then uh, Love and then Cleveland came out and said he was going to help pay the Cleveland Cavalier workers. And then the Panthers did theirs as well. So uh, the Panthers were one of the first teams to jump on that publicly. Right. Um, and they probably wouldn't have made it public unless we had heard about it somewhere else. But, yeah, definitely a good yeah. gesture. And I'm sure the the people who work at the arena and work for the team are, are you know, pretty pretty happy that at least financially it was one less thing to worry about during this. Of course. And then, obviously, you know, you just never know with this pandemic of, you know, we're already, what, like on month, uh, the second month. So we're still day-to-day, -day, like we were mentioning before. Um, kind of Panther news again, uh, what I wanted to go over, you know, just been recently, uh, probably you've talked to Dale Talon about this, about, you know, Henrik Borgstrom. There's a rumors that he might be possibly, you know, uh, looking at the KHL. Um, any thoughts of what Dale Talon has told you um, to see any update of what's really going on with that? He just told me that, you know, he, that Dale, Dale said he spoke to uh, Henrik Borgstrom's agent and that, that Henrik uh, – is he wants to play here, you know, play in the NHL, play for the Florida Panthers. I haven't been able to speak to, to, to Henrik about this. Uh, he's back in Finland. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, when you hear that, I mean, there's, there's probably, I would think there's truth to that. I mean, the, the writer who wrote it in Finland, a very well-respected writer. I mean, um, why wouldn't he think about staying? I mean, is, is he's, he's a restricted free agent with the Panthers. Uh, so that means he doesn't have a contract for next season. But, but this season's not over yet. So right. nothing has happened. Yeah. Um, if, the, if the Panthers want him back, you know, because they're going to expand rosters. If, if Henry Forkstrom is healthy and then they want him back, you know, that's a negotiation they're going to have to make, getting him back from Finland. Um, but even if he plays next year in the KHL, the Panthers still own his rights. Uh, yeah. I, 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 from what I know of Henry Forkstrom, he wants to be an NHL player. Um, he wants to play in the NHL. Um, but with all this stuff going on, like I've said on Twitter, you know, if he wants to stay at home, who can blame him? I mean, of course, of course. You know, if he wants to stay in, in Helsinki for a year and just stay at home. Um, okay. Be all him. Yeah, right. No, it's his choice, of course. World. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course. I mean, I think I think it just shows Henrik Borgstrom a little bit. You know, I think the agent is kind of, you know, seeing other options, of course. I mean, I think Henrik Borgstrom had his opportunity in the first few months of, of the season. And, you know, obviously he didn't get, you know, uh, the stats that we wanted, of course, but he, you know, I think with with uh, Bob Boomer and then now Joel Quenville, he's kind of had to adjust to a different style of play. Um, I think in in Booners, he was more of like a you know a body checker, which was not his forte. But now it, with Joel Quenville, you know, he's kind of had you know more of the uh, charisma of like you know his nice and finesse plays where he can make those passes because uh, he's a really good passer. Um, but I think down when he get down, uh, got down to the AHL, um, you know, he was playing between bottom six, top six, obviously because of injuries. So, you know, Henrik Borgstrom has kind of been up and down. It's not really his fault. You know, obviously he had a good career at the University of Denver, but, you know, we're all Panther fans are just hoping that, you know, over the years development hasn't been really good, you know, in the AHL for us. Uh, I mean, I think you've mentioned it on your Twitter before where Vincent Trocek was like the last one that, I mean, Panther fans were really happy about. So do you, do you feel like there's a trend where, you know, obviously the development is, is kind of shaky with the Panthers or is just, what do you feel like? I, I don't know about that. I mean, I think you look at Henry Borgstrom and I think, you know, maybe the game came too easy to him. I mean, right. he was obviously a standout at the University of Denver on the college level, played two seasons at Denver, and then came to the Panthers. And, and uh, last season, you know, was, was his first pro season. I mean, he's only yeah. been a pro two years. He's 20-something years old. Um, and, and people already want to call him a bust or they want to say that the Florida Panthers <laughs> have, have ruined his career. He's a yeah. kid. He's just now getting started. Um, of course. Um, yeah. Maybe they rushed. I mean, they gave him the opportunity to be the third center of this team, and 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 at the end of the day, Coach Quinn, Joel Quinville, was like, "We need something else here," and 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 they brought in Brian Boyle. They wanted a veteran guy to do that, and they said, "You know what? Maybe we rushed. Maybe we rushed Henry Borgstrom. Let's send him to the minors and let him get a taste." You know, and he didn't like that. I mean, Henry Borgstrom right. thought his minor league days were done. Um, it, again, he's a young kid. I mean, he's got plenty of time to, to, to get better and, and get stronger right. and, and, and learn the game. So uh, ask me this in, in a year or two, but, but right now, they, you know, Henry Borgstrom's book has not been closed and it's, of course. 
hasn't been written, you know. Yeah, of course. Super young. Like you mentioned, 20 years old. That's, you know, yeah. most of the NHL players that come out like at 16, 17. Uh, I know a lot of Panther fans on Twitter, obviously, you know, they, they've over the years, it just been so there's been so many players like Quinn Howard and Drew Shore. Uh, I mean, the list can go on where, you know, they just haven't developed. Yeah, and where, and where are those players now? Yeah, Is you it, don't even know where they are <laughs> exactly. So, uh, good point there, uh, George. Um, so the next, not, these are not top ten draft picks. Right. I mean, these are guys that you're getting, you know. I mean, other teams have had success in, in, in developing players. Right. And other teams have not. I mean, it's, the, it's, it's a just sample. one of those things. But look, at, look at Florida's defense. I mean – uh, it looks like, yeah, just off the top of my head, was it Keith Yandel and uh, and Strollman? Everybody else is homegrown on the Panthers, yeah. and only and only Aaron Ekblad was a top pick. I mean, yeah. he's the number one overall pick, but you know, Fair Josh point. Brown came through the system, Mackenzie Weger came through the system, Riley Stillman has come through the system. Um, so you know, and in goaltending too, they've been able to, to to get some good guys through that. I mean, you know, not starters or anything so right. i'm just saying i know everybody's upset about Bordstrom, but again it's not the end of the world um if he does stay in, in it doesn't mean that he's lost it doesn't mean that he's a bust right there's still it's a lot potential lot, to grow a lot of career left in in, 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 in oh i agree hands down i mean it, he's got the size and everything he's, he's got the tools you know let's not let's not get a little carried away uh panther fans of course you know so the next question that i want uh, to ask you is obviously like you were mentioning before, you know, there's going to be some off season moves and, you know, some of the off season moves we're thinking of is Mike Hoffman is a re- uh, unrestricted free agent. You have also Danov being uh, unrestricted free agent. Obviously you can't keep them both. Um, there's probably, I'm thinking they're probably going to get, you know, at least one of them, but if they have the possibility of keeping both, you know, who, who would they keep more of? Would they, you think Hoffman, obviously, you know, he's had the goal scoring this year. I mean, he's light a torch, uh, since he's been acquired, you know, uh, from San Jose and Ottawa. Um, uh, but do you think Dadnov would be, you know, uh, making a push to at least, you know, keep him? I know he's 29 or I think 30 years old now, so. Uh, similar to Hoffman, what do you what do you think about those two players? I think it's going to be. Uh, I think when the season started, and even at the trade deadline, I think the uh, the thought always was of those two free agents. Um, it would probably be Dadnov, just because right. he has a history here, and, and and Hoffman, you thought maybe was going to be out of their price range, and now I don't know. I, I really. Because of this pandemic, I, I really don't know. I, we don't right. know what the free agency market is going to be. Uh, it was Mike Hoffman was supposed to be getting a big contract mm-hmm. July one. Really, I don't know. Yes. We don't know what the market's going to be. Right. So we don't know what it. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, honestly, we we are in a, in a different time right now. So I honestly don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I'm not even going to guess because no. we don't know. Of we course. Don't know. You're, no, you're you're totally right. Obviously, you know, every Panther fan, they want to know, obviously, as of now, but you, there's no sport, so you can't really comment on something where we don't, <laughs> you know don't even the know they're going to finish. We don't know when the, when the market's even going to be. It's not right. going to be July 1. It might be November 1 or something. Of course. Right. Um, and, you know, we're looking at a salary cap that may stay flat. It may go down a little bit. Right. There's going to be a lot of teams out there that uh, don't have any money at all and are going to be shedding players. So 
It's, it, it's be... just one of those questions you can't answer. I mean, right. Mike Hoffman, if you want to talk about the players, right. Mike Hoffman did a heck of a job and played like a guy who wanted to stay here. We thought they'd hit the free, you know, at the trade deadline, right. he might be one of those guys to go. And the way he played in February, he was the only player producing in the month of February for the Panthers um, and, and was playing, you know, both sides of the ice. He was, he was doing everything you could ask a guy to do. And the Panthers kept it, you right. know. So right. um, we'll have to see. We're just going to have to see. I mean, it's all conjecture. We just don't know right now. Right. No, hopefully the Panthers can keep both of them, but obviously it's a business and at least you, you would be able to keep one. Obviously, you know, a lot of Panther fans, you know, refer to the year, you know, unless it's got... a bargain, I don't expect you to get to keep both of them. And I never did. <laughs> right. We always were saying you're going to lose one of them. Exactly. Which, so but which one is it? And, and it could be both. We don't right. know. We don't know how it's going to be. Right. And we don't want to have the same situation that we did with Riley Smith and March Assault. You know, obviously those were two other different people, but you know, obviously Panther fans do remember those, you know, um, you know, key players that we had, but that's another story, right? So, um, so the next question that I had was, uh, obviously, you know, we're in off season, we're not in off season, but 13 games before the off season. These are more of like the off season questions where they're all up for grabs because of the situation, like you were mentioning. Um, obviously, Mike Matheson has been, you know, a player that's been coming up, you know, for the Panthers, you know, media, you know, fans and, and around the league just not playing the potential that he, you know, we would have wanted. Um, there is rumors that, you know, he's probably the, you know, the Panther player that's most likely to get traded this offseason. Off season. Do you believe that by any chance? Again, I don't know. I mean, I think Mike Matheson, they really like his skill level. I mean, he's one of the best skaters, if not the best skater on the team. Right. Um, He's a guy that's got a long contract. It's going to be tough to move um, without bringing something else on. Um, And I don't know if they want, I mean, I I feel like the last couple of weeks he's played pretty good. Um, I I think he's had moments this season Mm -hmm. where maybe he regressed a little bit. Last year was really tough on Mike Matheson. I, I think that we all know that there are, the mistakes that he made were glaring. Um, and I think the game just got into his head. And I think this year um, there were times when we've seen him put some of that behind him and really look good. And the last couple games that we've seen the Panthers play, Mike Matheson was given some, some, some great responsibility and stepped up to the plate. So um, I think this is going to be one where, where Joel Quindle steps in and says – yay or nay right and you know we'll just have to wait and see again I we don't know what's going to happen this offseason we really don't right no I agree and I think I think how the NHL puts it is I think like you have to give you know to really find a defenseman I think it's like the 300 400 game mark um so you know obviously Matheson you know he's he's been in you know, for a few years and you see the potential where, like you mentioned, he has great skating ability where he can just drive to the net, uh, make plays, you know, we've seen him on three on three overtimes, you know, against Pittsburgh, you know, getting that game winning goal. I mean, he just has it. It's just like, it it feels so like, I feel bad for him whenever he does make the mistake is because he just has so much potential where, you know, he can do it, but it's just not working out. It's different a little bit than Erica Branson because Erica Branson, he was more defensive, you know, defense. Yeah, they're really different have, players. Right. So, because um, I know a lot of Panther fans love Branson, right? Um, 
you know, but I think Matheson should deserve a little bit more love only because I think he's getting criticized more only because I think the general uh, defensive corps is not really physical. You know, we don't have a, a physical presence where like we had in over the years, with, you know, Gabranson, Willie Mitchell, Mike Weaver, you know, people who just don't want you in front of the net, you know, and I think, you know, how you were mentioning, I think the last two weeks of the season before, you know, the stoppage, I think Matheson was kind of one of those players where, hey, look, you're in front of my net. I'm going to chop, you know, chop you or whatever just to get out of, you know, Bobrovsky. So has Uyghur, um, which kind of, you know, and Brown. So I think the the reason, you know, most of the time the defensive court is kind of getting criticized is because they're not uh, physical enough. What do you think about that? You think uh, – Well, I mean, they changed their style. I mean, they, right. they, they, they went – you know, in 2016, they went more offensive. I mean, you've got defensive, offensive, you know, it's just the style mix, of play. Right, right. I mean, you know, Ekblad is, 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 is more offensive. Yandel is more offensive. Um, Matheson is more offensive. Yeah, there's like four, know. even Uyghur. In reality. I mean, so, yeah, and even Uyghur has, has a real nice offensive touch. So, um, it's up they're, they're working through it. They're working right, through it. Right. Um, so down to the couple last questions. Um, obviously, we're not finished with the 2019 season, but, you know, uh, for the situation that they're in, do you consider the 2019 season for the Panthers to be a disappointment? It's an incomplete, right? I yeah. mean, I mean, if you just look at February, yeah. Right. It, yeah. it was definitely a disappointment because I, you know, I think you look at a team when they had as many home games as the Panthers did in February and didn't right. win a single one of them. Good teams don't do that. And it was just one of those odd situations where you just couldn't figure it out. They just looked lost yeah. for, for much of that month. And uh, yet here we are. I mean, yeah. after they win in St. Louis, they were one point out of the playoffs, one point out of the wild card, one point back of Toronto. Um, and then the next night, Toronto won it, beat Tampa Bay. So now it's right. three points right. with 13 games left. Um, that's a lot of hockey. There wasn't three games left and, and you know, you're six points out, you know, or you, it, it, there's a lot of, you know, they were right in it. Um, so to judge this, this season as anything, but if it stopped right now, if the, if right. the season was over, then yeah, I, I think you still have to say incomplete because right. they, you know, they weren't able to finish the 13. No, I agree. I think, yeah. I think yeah, they weren't 10 points out with 13 games to go and then you right. can go yeah they probably would not have made it right it's just like for pre out with games against everybody you're playing and yeah you just never know because obviously you know from previous years and then you, once you get there we all yeah. know you know you got to do what you got to do because <laughs> yeah. like for like previous years you know we've seen a lot of panthers you know miss it by a point or you know maybe less or just that stretch so um you know, Panther fans have seen the roller coaster over the years and to be so close in the past few years compared to, you know, in the early 2000s where you were not even seeing anything. Um, it's just a little frustrating and, and to know that you do have the players this time where, you know, uh, you know, the, the young core and you're hoping to build off and, and continue it. But it's just like when you're so close and, and not get over the hump, what do you do? So, and most yeah, of, but the hump, they, there was no hump to get over. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's where more, most of the people are like, Dale Talon, what are you doing? But I, I think Dale Talon, you know, gets criticized a lot. I think it was a similar situation like Pat Riley, you know, where he's had a couple of years where they didn't make the playoffs. Obviously you're, when you build a Stanley cup, 
you know, team, like what he did with the Blackhawks. And then you got Pat Riley, who does it with the Heat. You're, 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 you know, obligated to, you know, from fans to look in one way. You're like championship or nothing, right? So I think most of the fans, you know, they've seen the resume of Dale Talon. They know what he's capable of doing. You know, why hasn't he done it now? Obviously, it's a business. It's a different, you know, whole side of the team. I think when, you know, he came in, you know, the Florida Panthers, I mean, the, the young core, nothing was really down here uh, compared to what it was in Chicago. So um, I think I, I believe in Dale Talon, no matter what people say. Um, it's just one of those things where it's a, you know, you just got to continue it. Um, you just got to see progression. If you see regression, it's a different story. So um, kind of the last, yeah, of course, kind of the last question that I wanted to mention is kind of more of a, a fan popular question. Uh, which you probably have seen over Twitter is uh, third jersey possibilities. Obviously, there's been a lot of people who you know would love to see a third jersey. Um, I think I'm a, I would be a big fan. Kind of you know see you know I, I remember the blueprint jerseys. You know those are our fan favorite. Um, do you believe you know any kind of third jersey would be a possibility for the Panthers? Yeah, they'll get one eventually. I mean, most teams do, right? I mean, right. everything I've heard from the team knows they change their. They changed their look four years ago in 2016, and and that's why they haven't released one. Um, I've, I've heard one person tell me, oh, yeah, we've got one ready to go. I've heard other people say now we've got, like, six different ones that we've drawn up. So right. you just never when know. I know, you'll know. Yeah, exactly. I know, I know you're, I know, uh, you know, back in the day when uh, Roberto Luongo first came from Vancouver, you were kind of the ones who showed out the, the, the gold mask that he's had. And then he's had great creations. I mean, hopefully so. Right. And, you know, hopefully the, the Panthers can get another, you know, Jersey. It would look nice. I think, you know, a lot of fans are thinking it's a little stale with these two new jerseys since we're, you know, made for the old throwbacks that they like a little bit more. So we'll see. Um, how we'll see goes. how it goes. We'll see right. How it goes. So I want to thank you again, George, uh, for coming on, you know, appreciate your, you know, all the information that you've provided, obviously, you know, stay safe, you know, with this, um, you know, coronavirus going out there and hopefully we'll see some hockey soon. Let's hope. We're talking to you. Stay safe, stay home. We'll see you later. We'll do George. Take care. Be 